Alright, you can go. What's up, folks? What up, what up, what up, what up? Hey, this is a new podcast called The Dispensary. Alright, so what we're going to be talking about on, <laughs> on here is marijuana, cannabis, edibles, laws, all different type of... Uh, Different type of uh, marijuana, marijuana related, you know, topics. So, just tune in, man. Just tune in. We're just asking everybody to tune in. You're going to get a blend of like cannabis related, you know, items along with music as well. And we're going to give you history on, you know, how both cultures are pretty much interrelated and uh, pretty much form a symbiotic relationship. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. Um, Shoot, man, let's give these people some background, man, on who we are, I guess, where we're from, you know. All right. Yeah, so I'm Xavier. That's my real name. <laughs> but I go by Zoss, Z-A-W-U-C-E. On the West Coast, they call me Zawoos. It's crazy. It's almost like I got two names and one name. Shit crazy. But either way, um, I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, we live out here on the West Coast now in Portland. Um Shit, man. Grew up on the east side, you know, zone six, you know, as they call it, you know. Um, went to Martin Luther King High School, you know. Uh, man, played on the football team there, you know. Lived a life after high school. Went to college for a little while, you know what I'm saying. Really lived a fucking life, you know what I'm saying. Really j jumped into the music industry after, you know, uh, after, you know, deciding to quit college, you know what I'm saying, take my own path, you know what I'm saying, I always kind of been like that, you know what I'm saying, just want to take my own path, you know, every person has obstacles, but still, I always been the type of person I want to take my own path, so, um, rented a house, like, in 2011, you know, really got popping in, you know, music a lot, you know what I'm saying, working with artists, you know what I'm saying, all from the east side, you know what I'm saying, Most, mostly, you know what I'm saying, so, uh, during that time, it was just, you know, crazy-ass time, you know, uh, I was introduced to a lot of weed during that time, too, so, I, you know, then it was just more so like a, you know, I'm having fun, you know what I'm saying, doing what I do, whatever, you know what I'm saying, but now it's just more so like, you know, it's really a therapeutic, uh, medicinal uh, substance, and I think people should really respect it, so, um, even after that, man, in more in more music, man, shit got a loft in the Metropolitan Law. So, I mean, if you're from Atlanta, you know where that shit at. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, and you know what's going down over there. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not changed up now. They done gentrified it. I done been back. You know, so I've been. We, you know, we both been out here on the West Coast for about a couple years now. Almost, you know, two and a half, three years. Three years. Now. Three years now. Damn, shit, crazy. Um, but we're having that loft. That shit was just a whole different fucking world, man. Like having a warehouse, you know, and just like, but a lot of studios <laughs> and we was having a lot of fun and doing a lot of shit, just living free. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we kind of going to basically bring those same type of vibes, you know, you know, people who already know us, man, like we got a certain type of vibe that people just, you know, people fuck with. So we just want to bring this shit to the internet. And, yep. you know, have you guys joining on the fucking fun, man, because that's what we do. <laughs> that's, it. that's it, man. Pretty much the same story of Mizzle. My name is, my real name is Jamal, but I go by Mizzle. Most people call me Mizzle. Um, I don't even know how that shit just got started, but. Nigga, I know how the shit got started. The shit got started because of KP is Pizzle, and y'all niggas was born on the same day. His IG is uh, I I bike ATL. Go follow that nigga Go too. Follow I bike ATL. Uh, That's crazy. But um, y'all birthday on the same day. Y'all was born at the same hospital around the same time. He pizzled, so it was only right for you to be middle. So That's how that even came along. <laughs> now how he got pizzled, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We probably have to ask him. I don't know. But yeah, you know, same here from Atlanta. Um. Went to a Southwest Cab High School. Uh, little fun, interesting fact. Uh, I played in the band, and I ended up getting like casted 
like a full like drum line and shit like that. So ended up, you know, getting like movie credits and shit like that before I even kind of graduated like high school and so that was cool. It was like my senior year I was able to kind of take part in that and so it's something I can always, you know, uh say that I added to, you know, the culture from a music standpoint. That was kind sure. of the first thing first thing that, you know, I did I, I could say. For sure, for uh, sure. We all remember that. I think yeah, a lot of niggas remember that shit. I, don't, I, I think a lot of niggas know you, and you don't even know how many niggas know you. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> like, that shit crazy. That shit, that shit is crazy. crazy as hell, man. Like, I think the craziest story I have about that Trumline movie was that I was working at a cannabis garden maybe like a year and a half ago, and you know, most most cannabis gardens, you know, people are from different places. Because yeah. everybody's trying to get into the industry. Correct. So, At this time, anyway. People definitely trying to, you know, hop on in. And so this guy, uh, he was like, he ran like the whole maintenance department. You know, anything needed fixing. I see. That type of deal. Uh, you fixed it. Thing is, like, you know... He was one of those guys from Mississippi or something, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, he was like straight out, like. Hillbilly out, like Squid Billy, but Hillbilly out. Squid <laughs> Billy, yeah. Squid <laughs> Billy, bro. But he was cool, but he oh was just Squid Billy, squid bro. Billy. <laughs> this motherfucker would drive like. I, I know a lot, bro. He would drive 50 miles per hour through the parking lot and shit like that. And wow, so, this dude. Yeah, one like, day, one day he hit a car and shit. And she was like, <laughs> he and my coworkers. Oh, 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 no. And then exchange insurance information. <coughs> Squid Billy, I'm telling you. Squid Billy. Squid Billy, damn, but, bro. So one day, that, you know, somebody pulled the shit up. Like one of those, the, uh, the, uh, owners of the garden pulled up like a clip from Drumline and shit like that. Yeah, and it was like, yeah. They start playing that shit. Mm-hmm. And the guy, that the guy, you know, he, he would always wear like a uh, a Confederate flag cap on, you know what I'm saying? Damn, man. Just he would, you he would play just picture. Picture. Yeah, you. Yeah, know what he saying? just didn't give a fuck. He didn't fuck. Damn. He had a belt buckle and shit too. But, I mean, so, what that, that what, what's crazy about that on a side note is that, you know, cannabis is... It's, it's almost so like you get the gist. It's, like, it's no, it's no discrimination. No discrimination. <laughs> we all smoking. Like, we all we smoking. All, weed. Like, working in the garden is crazy, yeah. right? And the the trippy part was that, bro, looked at the shit. He was like, "Damn, man, that's my son's favorite movie." That's crazy. And I'm looking at him, and I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> Whoa, that's, that's some crazy, crazy shit. That that. That's interesting. But that's wow. interesting to fuck. But it's just, it's just you, you just never know, like you say, who, who's out here watching what. You know what I'm saying? True. So, yeah, another True. reason why we out here, you know, doing what we doing. Yeah. So, after that, shoot, the movie thing, man. Graduated high school, went to college. I did everything but graduate. You know, as I tell we people, both man, did the same I shit. We, I think I, it's something I, I, I don't know if it's our family or I don't know, but we just not we not built for that shit. Mm. <laughs> like mm. it ain't that we ain't built for it. It's just we just recognize like hold on, I just did four years of regular ass high school, and y'all finna make me pay to do four more years hey, of regular man. ass high school. Come four on, years. man! And his first year is pretty much the same shit. Same exact shit. I don't even, man, you know what? My advice to the kids, if, if there are kids watching this shit, man, is don't go to college unless you know exactly what the fuck you about to do. <laughs> like, you for real. Like, what you're going to do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, as far as, like, the next 10, 15, 20 years. Because it's like, you don't want it to be a bad in, investment, quote unquote. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, it's better to kind of know what you're doing or know what you're going to get into, you know, because it costs a lot of money. That shit do cost a lot of fucking money, It costs bro. a lot of money. And so, that, if I have any regret, it would be, I guess, the, the financial part about it, you know, yeah. investing in it and it being that much. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, had a lot of that fun. That shit crazy, Went yeah. Florida and them had a lot of fun. Was in the band there. It's in the, you know, in the, I guess, March 100. Still have a lot of friends to this day. A lot of my 
Hell, me and my dad have a lot of the same friends. That shit is, is wild because of the whole band thing. And so it's a big, you know, big part of culture down, I guess, in the southeastern United States. And so from there, I mean, I guess you could say, too, a lot of people that were in, like, bands and, sh and, and things like that kind of e just evolved over into music, you know. Lot of, and then Atlanta is just... just I would say after the movie, it turned into a, a music, more musical city and more like a entertainment, you know, forward city as well. And so, with that, you know, I would say that that brought in another, uh, I guess, faction of cannabis use as well. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot. Yeah, of people, for sure. I'm pretty pretty like like before the movie and all that shit. I'm pretty sure like you know what I'm saying like people in like L.A. and People on the West Coast and shit, they already was accustomed to like Correct. all different types of weed and exotic shit and Correct. you know what I'm saying? Lambo driving down the street and shit. Nigga, we from real Atlanta, nigga. Like, nigga, it's almost like after the fucking movie, after that specific movie being shot in Atlanta, bro, the whole fucking Atlanta just fucking flopped. This shit, not flop, it flip flop. It, it changed to a it changed to LA. This shit changed to LA, bro. I promise you. Because yep. You know, before that, I mean, we did have the Olympics in 96. I was probably like five when that shit happened. But I still can vividly remember a lot of shit from that shit and how that shit changed. You know, it's like you're sitting, you know, being recognized like bumpkins and shit like that. And then it go from that to a global city. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, the city being majority, you know what I'm saying, you know, melanated beings, you know... The flip of, you know, people seeing, you know, people they went to high school with from my side of town in a, a movie that was in the movies. <laughs> not, not let alone, like, it was just a movie that was shot. Nah, it was a movie that was in the movies. Like, I can go see this at the movie. That shit changed the whole Atlanta, bro. And people don't even, I don't even think nobody's even really spoke on that. And like you said, like... I, you know, with with movie with movies, money and shit like that, come the weed. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, it's just a, just a whole yeah, part of the whole whole glue in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? People don't. You know, I'm pretty sure you know people that live there know, but uh, you know, I'm pretty sure people outside of that area really like to know, like, how the fuck are these motherfuckers coming up with all this shit and doing a lineage? And then I'm definitely going to blame it on the weed, too. It's yeah. a lot of weed there, man, and people don't, you know, we don't speak on it, but, you yeah. know, that's what this show about. <laughs> so, nigga, yeah. like, you yeah, know. It's definitely part of, it's definitely part of culture. Like, that was, I remember being on, you know, being on set, and that was just, it, like I said, it went down. It's just a part of culture. That's what you was into, or that's what you, you know, was curious about, you know. We would just we would hit joints in between sets because filming days so long. You talking about twelve, fourteen, sometimes sixteen hours. You know what I'm yeah. saying of filming. So you you had to be like alert for, for those of you know for those amount of time, man. And you talking about like a lot of those days, they were cold. They weren't hot. Those were cold days. Like we talking 30, 32, 33 degrees outside, and you sitting out there retaking. Retaking and retaking and retaking. So, it's, mm. be real. You got to be real tedious. But you know, with yeah, taking the cannabis or smoking cannabis, it kind of helped you. I know it helped me personally. Just uh, relax my mind, get into a, a more meditative state to be able to kind of just do what we needed to do to get everything done. You know what I'm saying? So that the reason for me kind of like. I guess standing right there in that, in that scene or still speaking on this with that, that's kind of was my first, I would say, uh, introduction to cannabis. And so for me, it was always, I always viewed it as a, as a positive thing, as something that, you know, that if I had to choose between, I would say, alcohol and cannabis, you know, for me, it would be cannabis because it, it was just always a safer alternative. Even though I, you know, alcohol, you know, I drink every, I drink, you know, I drink. But as far as if I had to choose one over the other, 
just for its medicinal purposes and the recreational purposes, it would have to be, you know. Yeah, basically, like, as though they say, like, if, if you, you got to be stuck on the island, like, you going to smoke or you going to drink? Mills said he going to smoke. Me too. Smoke, I'm smoking too. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Y'all, y'all can drink all you want to. You, like, drink champs, people, and all this. It's, you know, we love y'all, man. We love y'all, but still, Shout out like, Lord, man. man. Yeah, I, you know, I'd rather smoke, man. You gotta smoke, I'd rather smoke. He smoked too, but he like to drink. I don't smoke. <laughs> it's so calming, man. It sure is. You know what I'm saying? It sure is. Um, why don't we get into like uh, why we named this uh, podcast the dispensary and how we spell? You know, even how we spell the name of the you know, okay, the title. Well, the reason why we call it the dispensary is that you know our mom, uh, her nickname was D, and so. We, we will always have conversation about entrepreneurship and Correct. Uh, we always, you know, speak on things that we would want, goals, you know, that we were, mm-hmm. you know, dead set on achieving. And so I guess after she passed, it was just kind of felt like, you know what, let's keep that spirit so that we could always have our minds calibrated on, you know, positivity, success and mm-hmm. legacy you know, within the family. And so sure. that, you know, pawned up, I guess you would say, you have the, the dispensary. I don't know if you guys can see my shirt. I have a transportation company as well on the side as well, Divine Transport. So we just kind of gotten into a, like a, I don't know, a little tradition of naming different companies mm-hmm. that we start uh, or different ventures with my mom's nickname in a creative way. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, she did, you know, uh, pass from cancer, which actually made our uh, our acumen and our uh, interest in cannabis go up a thousand, you know what I'm saying, considering, you know what I'm saying, when, you know, she was diagnosed in 2014, and it was at stage four already. So, and it was breast cancer. So, you know, from that point, you know, you don't want to hear that type of news, but at the same time, like, you want to try to figure out what options and what solutions uh, could possibly be available, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, she's she's the reason that we're here, so, you know what I'm saying? That's why we got to, you know, anything that we do, I mean, she's, she's a part of it. We know she's still here, you know, and, uh, you know, that... Diving into the cannabis and then moving, you know, moving to the West Coast after she passed, you know what I'm saying, has really given us a lot of, you know, uh, insight on, you know what I'm saying, what, you know, people are really smoking and, you know what I'm saying, the laws and then why are the laws, you know, certain ways in certain places and then what the people are willing to stand for as far as, you know what I'm saying, you know, you know being taken advantage of in, you know, in certain situations. So, I mean, this whole cannabis thing is not just, you know, you know, at first, like I described earlier when I was describing like who I am, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it was more so like, yeah, we having fun, but you know, mm-hmm. after, after certain events and you grow up in life and then you realize, damn, that's not for that. And that was one thing that we, you know, I, I know for me, I know we learned about cannabis, like, you know what I'm saying, especially like uh, like RSO, like, you know what I'm saying, things of that nature, you know what I'm saying, like, uh, you know, uh, Rick Simpson, all the properties of that, you know what I'm saying, why is that not being, uh, you know, promoted, you know what I'm saying, but we got all this Pfizer and, you know what I'm yeah. saying, all these other types of medicines that have commercials uh, uh, day and night, man. They yeah. and they name they they name the 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 Pfizer is, is naming the shit ghetto names, bro. Trim fire, <laughs> trim fire. Who the fuck is trim fire, nigga? Trim like fire, trim fire. Bro, this shit is crazy, man. So it's just like you know, what I'm saying it's really like you know, it, it goes from if you you know start really getting into the culture, man. You start you know realizing like what do you really ingesting, you know what I'm saying, as far as, you know, not just your cannabis, your food, things that you watch on TV, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, it's just really, you know, it's it's really a whole lifestyle, just like hip, hip-hop is a lifestyle, you know, we're not going to call, like, cannabis people, like, hippie, 
Nah, it's it's a whole wellness and health sector of this whole you know conversation too. Really? Besides just you know what I'm saying okay, you know I see rappers smoking. I see you know what I'm saying I see him doing it like you know it's it's so many different types of people that smoke cannabis and really? you know what I'm saying there's so many um so many ways that it could bring people together. I Man, I think that's you know the main reason you know why you know it is like it is. You know what I'm saying as far as you know. Uh, government controlling people and you know things like things of that nature like that you know what I'm saying like I mean I'm pretty sure if a lot more people had more information on certain you know certain substances then you know what I'm saying the world would be a totally different place you know based off you know correct based off those you know those type of notions you know what I'm saying people don't people don't it's almost like people don't want to know you know what I'm saying but that's what we're here for to, to, to get people to know you know what I'm saying because when people do know like it not only makes you know you better it makes the whole world better so you know right it's an ass on to society man you know it makes it makes it makes it better for the next generation us finding out um, and moving forward with various forms of treatments you know when we think about cannabis and most people don't think about it or like he said, they're not they're not educated as to what it could be used for. You know how to process it, how to grow it, how to sell it, and uh, the medicinal properties. You know when we talk about the hemp oil, you know mm -hmm. that uh, Rick, Rick Simpson came up with. Mm -hmm. You know there's a lot of a uh, lot of credible stories from credible people mm -hmm. that you know are well aware of. The properties of cannabis and so it's kind of when I look at the you know when I look at society I, I'm kind of I'm kind of encouraged a little bit when I see um, states coming together you know as a whole and saying hey we tripping <laughs> we've been tripping for a hundred years you know yeah. let's let's see how to get this thing let's see how to regulate this thing out you know, some things I don't don't dis you know I don't agree on fully. You know, I eat taxes. You know, yeah. But I, mean, I would say this though, uh, being in a uh, in a city in the south and being in a, a city in the northwest, um, the totally I would say it's totally different. You know, when you you speak on a city that's not legalized and a city that is legalized. Mm -hmm. uh, when you look at crimes that are being committed, uh, what the police are even looking, looking at. for, man, that's a big one right that's there. A big one, you know, that's a big one. Yeah, oof, that's a big one. You know, it's just, it's just, it's interesting just to see how militarized, in a way, like the South is when it comes to cannabis, cannabis use, even, even to the right, like right to this date, right now. You know, at the, what is that? Georgia, Alabama. You know, I think Mississippi just got. Uh, Medical license. I think they get yeah, medical, they, they, medical they have license medical approved. But it's it's just interesting doing simple things like driving in your car is what I'm saying. Yeah, just normal normal day to day stress. Normal day to day activities, man. It's just like it's up here I don't feel the same way I feel down there. Um oh just I mean, just literally riding down the street. If I have just smoked, like, you know what I'm saying, in Georgia, <laughs> bro, like, I'm and I'm driving, I'm paranoid as hell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, and the weed isn't supposed to make you not <laughs> paranoid. But <laughs> during those times, you see, man, you see any, you know, any police, it's it, it almost like you have a different type of radar. It's almost like you on GTA or some shit. Like, you got to, yeah. like, you really have to watch out for the police, man, because it's just like, damn, man. He, you know, I might go to jail today. Today. I might get killed today. For you know what I'm saying? Light. For a tail light. Then it goes from tail light to, oh, I smell marijuana. Then it goes from, oh, since I smell marijuana, marijuana, then let me search your car. Like, it should never get to that point. And honestly, ever since moving to the Northwest, I, we, I've not even experienced, you know, 
that type of treatment. I, I mean, I don't even, I rarely even have interactions with the police up here. I mean, it just shows you that, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. It's a societal, it's a societal thing, man. It's, it's, it's really yeah. crazy that we live in the same, it, it doesn't even feel like I live in the same country, man. Because, um, yeah. And to be real trippy, the, the trippy part about it is like, color doesn't matter down there. Like, nah, people think I, it's a black and white thing, but it's, no. it's, 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 yeah, it's deeper than that. You deeper know what I'm saying? That. It's just a capitalistic, you know, capitalistic super game. Like, you know, they, you know, it seems like they just want to capitalize, you know, off the people as much as possible, which is evident, you know what I'm saying? Especially, you know, uh, due to like, you know, everybody seeing Georgia and the elections and all this stuff like that, you know. Um, like Georgia, you know, oh, people in Georgia are just now, we need your help, all this, you know, for votes and all this type of stuff like that. You know, I get that. But that just shows you how uninformed the people have been for so long on so many topics, man. Like, Correct. cannabis included. So, Correct. you know, um, yeah, you know, I think a lot of talent is, is, is breeded in Georgia. You know what I'm saying? As far as, you know, melanated people. Uh, simply because, you know, the pressures and the, uh, the creativity that you have to have to even just live your regular life, you know what I'm saying, on a day-to-day -day basis. And, you know, these days, you know, I'm glad that I've kind of been out of Atlanta for a while, you know, because I can see how, you know what I'm saying, people just want to come and eat eat up all that, you know, just, you know, really eating up pain, man. It's, it's just like, That's it. you know, it's not even like they come in there and be like, oh, I just want to, you know, I, you know, I want to show my creativity and all that. No, nah, no, you don't. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to really know what it's like to be, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like, under pressure all the time, you know what I'm saying, once, I didn't know, I didn't even know until I moved, and yep. realized, hold on, it's a different reality out here, man, yep. <laughs> it's a different reality, yeah, it's cool, you know, you know, you know everything cool down there, I love it, I love it, it's my home, you know, but at the same time, you know, I think as we become more informed, as a people, then I think that, you know, I think that things would be a lot better in that town, be more curated for, you know what I'm saying? Not that, we have, you know, our people have not curated so many things in that city, you know, already, but it'd be our city, our city at that point. You know what I'm saying? If we, we get, you know, certain laws changed, the mentality of the people, I think, would definitely change out. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. You brought up a good point by... By stating that a lot of those, a lot of people in, in the South, they, it's like a crowd control situation. They move, you know, with waves, and so mm -hmm. changing laws would, would, or statutes would be a play a big part in mm -hmm. uh, helping uh, to address the situation when we talk about uh, uh, cannabis-related offenses, nonviolent-related offenses, and correct how much money taxpayers are paying for that and the cost of, of having someone locked up for something that they really, if you really thought about it and you really researched the actual thing, the plant, it's almost like locking somebody up for uh, buying tomatoes or something. <laughs> you know, which is insane. insane. <laughs> like, it's insane. So, you know, it's good to see. Um, States this year, what is it, January? And we yes, got January 2021. A slew of states that have come on into the recreation, you know what I'm saying, side. When you talk, I know Montana just did, and so I'm kind of. Yeah, I kind of want to go out to Montana, go to Montana now, and see, you know, yeah, see definitely what see what their market is like. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm pretty sure it's beautiful out there, just like it's beautiful here. I mean, and that's another thing, too. I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's that, you know, people realizing the natural beauty in certain places. Right. You know what I'm saying? It seems like places that have a lot of natural beauty and things that are unexplainable, kind of those, you know, those markets have cannabis, you know, freely available, you know what I'm saying, to go into the store and go buy. But... It just seems like other places are just like, nah. <laughs> like, nah. And, you know. It's interesting. It's a very interesting thought to really just think about in that aspect, you know. Like, you know. Just yeah, like, is it the beauty of the <laughs> the land? Or what? what is it? You know what I'm saying? Like. I think about that a lot. Of, a lot. Like, me too. Me does too. the beauty of the land dictate the, the, the thinking of the people? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I like out west is just so much to look at, I'm gonna be honest. It's almost like it's hard to be angry at a lot of things a lot of shit. for a long time. Because sure. it's like, wow. You just once you see something that's bigger than you all the time, it, it's a constant reminder. So like I said, when you see trees that are like a lot of trees that are bigger than you, a lot of hills, mountains, mountains, big, big, a lot of stuff bigger than you. It's just bigger, you know, in in reference. It kind of just puts things into scale. You know, I would say for me personally, I'm like, wow, man, you know. I'll be angry for like five minutes, you know, and then I'm like looking at the river and I'm like, damn, what? (laughs) What am I mad about? What was I mad about? Damn. Oh, well. And I keep it moving, you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, those are the big, the biggest differences. I love uh, Atlanta for, and I love the South for the South for for being raised down there for developing the fundamental person that I am. But at the same time, we all can learn and we all can grow from um, one another as a as small communities, you know, and adding up into larger communities as well. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Personally, I remember uh, when we had the uh, loft in it, you know, down south, it was like a creative space and you just had, we had a studio that, and other people rented out a studio space from us and podcast space mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And so you just had a lot of creative energy in that space. And so it was just commonplace to kind of just have uh Cannabis around, you man. Know what I'm you had to have some weed, man. Yeah, that's weed, man. Come on, comedians. You know, yeah, we have that, that were on that are still on the circuit now. Still yeah. on the circuit now. Like it's crazy. Like I mean, artists that were that are still relevant now. For you know, sure, going back and forth, you just see. You know, it was kind of common to just see artists. It was, mm-hmm. it was an interesting concept that we uh that we got intermingled into, and so the relationship of cannabis and music was. It's always there, you know. Mm-hmm. It always kind of helped you, you know. From what I could see as an audio engineer and a producer, I would see come in contact with a lot of artists during recording sessions, and you know, artists do other things. They work, you know. They their fathers, their their mothers, mm-hmm. their their family members, you know, within you know the community, and so they would have all this, you know, weighing on their minds on top of trying to. Uh, learn this song or have this song in their head as well. And so the way that I record uh, artists is that you gotta, I work, I work the best when you know your, your song. It's, it's just an easy flow process, you know what I'm saying? And so a lot of artists would just come in and um, a way to decompress and get all the other things off of their mind. They would, you know, hit a bowl or two, you know, mm-hmm. roll up a blonde or two, you know, roll a paper or something and just kind of relax, mm-hmm. you know, while the track that they're recording to would play and then it would just kind of, fo- it would help them focus in and channel in all that energy into, you know, the creative force into the song. Mm-hmm. And so once I saw it a couple of times, how it affected a lot of, you know, affected artists, I just kind of started studying it, and I said, wow, man, like, this, this is not just some novelty here, you know, there's, no. there's something to be said with, you know, what cannabis does to the mind, and how it, uh, how it affects the body as well, and that, and that whole interaction, the mind-body interaction within mm-hmm. itself, because I've seen people just go from, like, high-paced, stressed-out, you know, because they were uh, working, you know, at the airport all day, going to just immediate trance, you know. Straight up. And so, I said, I still, like, and that does, reason why I was saying that, that, you know, just helps me look at it, at cannabis as a tool and helps me to keep looking for ways to enrich my education on what it is and learning a thing or two, you know, each day. And so, yet another reason why. We doing this motherfucking podcast. Yeah, yeah, man. So, this is the dispensary. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. This, uh, I really look forward to like, um, you know, uh, future, uh, future, future podcasts. You know, things that we got, you know, coming up, lined up. You know, what I'm saying we really want the people to be informed. That's our. Uh, main goal of this podcast is for people to be informed yeah we smoke weed we have fun 
you know, we do we do a lot of you know, you know, we related things, but at the same time, we need to know how is this really affecting me? How you know, you know, all the way from law to down to you know, uh, my pockets, you know, economics, you know, quality. I'm, you know, it's just it's just like you know, to me, weed is almost like food. You know, food also. You know, what I'm saying it's just like you know. Um, you don't want to get a, a, a rotten apple from the store. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, I'm just really looking forward to, like, making, you know, making an impact with this show. You know what I'm saying? Because, I, you know, I know it's a lot of information that, you know what I'm saying, we may know that a lot of people don't know or didn't think think about to research. So, it's very interesting, man. Very fucking interesting. Yeah, it's going to be a very... It's gonna be very cool, man. Y'all just keep hang tight with us, man. You know, tell people to come on in, man, and watch us, man. Come on in and watch us because we're gonna grow as a community and we're gonna grow our knowledge base as well as as well as our community to, you know, just interact, have fun, and like we say, study the interaction of cannabis and how it relates to music and how they play a role in our daily lives and how we can use both as tools to accentuate what we're doing and affect people in positive ways. That's kind of where I'm at with it. Um, we're going to get, in the future, we're going to have uh, guests on in the, in the industry as well. In both mm -hmm. industries, we look to have uh, uh, Buttenders, buttender owners, oh, not not buttender owners. I'm tripping. Damn, owners. dispensary, like, dispensary owners. owners. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, people that are in the, I, I guess, the logistical chain of cannabis yeah, as well. You have sure. people that um, package up and process the can process the cannabis and package yeah. it up. Trim it. You got to have do uh, all kind of shit. Yeah. People that um that literally just do edibles you have like yeah. it's just like a lab and it's like a kitchen you know in a lab setting and people just go in and de develop and produce various forms of edibles and so mm -hmm. that's a whole that's a whole i mean industry within itself you man know, you think one thing that. about them edibles though man i don't think people really understand how many different type of motherfucking edibles there are it's, like it's very expensive, man. Like it's just not like uh, pot brownies anymore, man. We mm -hmm. we got like like root beer and shit like that, man. Like Seeing some hot sauce out there. Hot, it's not hot sauce. It's called pot sauce. <laughs> there, it is. there it is. There it is. You know. I seen that shit today. I was like, wow, they got pot sauce. Yeah, but it's man, the shit is crazy. I mean, um, why don't we talk about something like the strands that we done smoked out here that I mean are that very impactful like that are just ridiculous you know what I'm saying if you ever come out to Portland I would say or if you ever come out to Oregon in general always 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 look for the dog walker that shit stink it is very skunky the dog walker man it, oof high and terpenes oh my god God, it's like a like that. Is it an indica or is it a hybrid? It's an in, I, I want to say it's an indica dominant hybrid. Oh my god! It's a cross between a strand called Albert Walker and then the next strand is crossed with is uh, Kim Dog. So that's how they got Dog Walker, Kim Dog and uh, Albert Walker. They cross those two strands, and it's like. That's when I knew weed was like, for real, for real. It's like, did I just smoke weed or did I just take a tab of acid? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not bullshitting, man. I was like, this shit can't be real. Ain't no way this weed is this fucking strong, man. <laughs> man, shout out to the uh, to the cannabis club that used to be, you know, be oh, running man. Uh, out here, man. Shout out to North Mr. Mike. West cannabis yeah, club, Mr. Man. Mike. Um, very sad due to COVID. I uh, had to close down. Um, but uh, that was one of the first places that I think, you know, me and Mizzle went yeah. out and like it was just like we were at a like a weed bar. Like you couldn't buy weed there, but it's so many dispensaries around here. You just go to the dispensary, you go there, you have a membership, and 
they have dab machines at the bar. They have trays that you can just go get and roll up. They have papers. They have they had cones. They had glass. I mean, bones. They had a patio. Yep. They had a basement. They had a pool table down there, which was cool as hell. They had you could play video games in there. Man, yep. the shit was crazy as shit. Motherfuckers playing Call of Duty down there. <laughs> trippy, man. trippy shit, man. But it was a guy named uh, Mr. Mike who owned it, man. It was like, it, I mean, when we, when I know when we first moved here, like that shit felt like a fucking movie, dog. Especially with somebody like that, like I mean, yeah. it's really good. You know what I mean, it's just really good people in there. And then you know, us coming from Atlanta, man, the shit was a big culture shock. Smoking weed with all these white people. Yeah, it was that. And it was like no black people, and it's just like. Y'all cool, we cool, and everything's cool. <laughs> like, man, but those experiences there, I mean, kind of set the tone for, you know, what we're doing now. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's so unstigmatized here, man. It's just like, you know, I, you know, it's just like, you wouldn't find nobody, grandma or mom being offensive that, you know, offended that you smoke a, a joint. <laughs> like, at all. Like, you know, it's just, it's just not like that, you know. For people that think the world is like that, it's not like that, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you're not in the box. <laughs> like, you're not. I think that was one of the biggest lessons. Going from one, going and, you know, just traveling different places. It's just mm-hmm. not one perspective. Mm-mm. This is a beautiful thing, you know, mm-hmm. within itself. Mm-hmm. Then again, you know, uh, I'm not trying to go to no places that were, you know, going to lock me up. Yeah, I mean, but I, I get it. I get, I get it. it. Yeah, but at the same time, yeah, you're right though. I mean, why would I want to be going to some place that's gonna lock me up for something that I feel is essential to me living a, the it's most true. comfortable life I can live on a daily basis? So I, I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird as fuck, man. But you know, some people want to live like that. So that's that's the reality. Right. Yeah. That is the fucking reality. living reality, man. Yeah, we also plan on, you know, having uh, music guests on as well, oh, for various sure. producers, for various sure. uh, recording engineers, various artists as well. Um, we want to uh, get some performances on here as well, you know, as we grow as a show. For um, sure. We have plans on going on location on st- to certain venues to get you guys more, you know, more so in depth and to kind of assist with the education process. Some mm-hmm. people can listen, you know. And get get what they need out of podcasts, but then some people they're more visual in how they learn. So, mm-hmm. long story short, we want to just go to different uh, places, different venues, and different states as well mm-hmm. as states mm-hmm. legalize out mm-hmm. to give you guys a better uh, picture as to what's going on across the country. You know, I'm pretty sure people in Washington would want to know how well, how was you know cannabis in Detroit smoking. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, for sure. What's going on in Boston? You know what I mean? What mm-hmm. well, shit? What them senators and you know what are they smoking on up there in D.C.? You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, so, in D.C. Is that shit tripped up? <laughs> That's interesting. They were uh, one of the first people to legalize, to legalize out, and you know the rest of the country's like, nah, no, we don't uh, want to do that. <laughs> no, what? The people, so the people that are making the laws, where they work at, they can smoke, but I can't. Think about that, guys. Okay. Let's think about All that. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, like I say, you know, it's a lot of critical thinking that's involved with when you think about how you want to live, what's good or bad for you, because that is your perspective. And I feel like personally, that's as long as you're not harming nobody, that's all up to you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Shit. If you, if you want to sit there and smoke a pile, man, and, and you can afford that shit. Hey man, shit. Oh, by all means. By all means. By all means. If that's if that's what you want to do. Now I wouldn't recommend it. Neither, but <laughs> but if that's what you want to do. Well you felt that your life's purpose is, well hell you're not hurting nobody. Now you 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 gonna be sleep. <laughs> he said you're gonna be sleep. <laughs> you're gonna be sleep though. You're gonna be sleep now. You know oh man. It's gonna be sleep, piss, eat. Kind of sure. that rotation, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Shit, I kind of done did mm-hmm. that in a sense. Uh, 
since moving out here. That's one thing uh, about moving out here, though, too. Like, you have to be conscious. It makes you conscious, you know what I'm saying? Just like, you know, I don't know, in the South, man, I know we drink. Like, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, we got some people that's aware of their ceiling on that shit, and then you got mm-hmm. some people that's not, you know what I'm saying? But I definitely found my ceiling on drinking in the South. Correct. Smoking down there, I can smoke all day. Yep. I can just keep smoking, man. Yep. And keep smoking. Didn't matter. Like, but, you know, after living here for a while, man, I respect every grower out there. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. Anybody that, yeah, anybody that's, that's, that's growing weed and, Ooh. you know what I'm saying, and, uh, it's coming out potent, you know. Um, man, with the dense nugs. Ooh. With the trichomes. With the trichomes. It's crystally and, you know, it's almost like sticky. Man, mm-hmm. it's almost like uh, finding out there's like Hennessy Paradise, bro. Yep. Like, <laughs> like they got like weed extra out here, like loud to the thirtieth out this motherfucker, gas to the eightieth type shit, yep. man. It's just like it never stops getting stronger, man. And the longer I stay out here, the stronger it's getting. Like I went from basically like smoking like eight, I smoke like eight blunts a day, man. Yeah, but. As the weed kept getting stronger, man, yep. it, it, I mean, it seemed like month by month I was smoking less and less. And then I had to take a break because it was just like, yep. the shit was too fucking strong. Too strong, man. Too strong, man. Too like, strong. But yeah. I have definitely found my ceiling on this weed shit. Yeah. <laughs> One to two joints a day, a bowl here or there, you know what I'm saying? But it's some strong shit out here in the world, man. You know, and then the, you know, the, Good part about Oregon, man. Like one thing I want to show people too is just, you know, the prices like are totally <laughs> like are not what you think. Oh they my be. goodness! <laughs> I think Oregon out of all the places I've been that have been legal, Oregon has the best prices. Period. Yeah. Period. Period in weed generally. As in far general. as a dispensary, dispensary per capita, I think Oregon is running at about fifteen point six per one hundred thousand, which puts them at the top of that list mm. when we talk about dispensaries, you know what I'm saying? The per, number of dispensaries per, per amount of people. Yeah, for, per yeah. capita. Yeah. So I believe it because uh, I mean, I see more dispensaries out here than gas stations, to be honest with you, man. It's just like yep. everywhere you go, you see that green plus line. I see them more than liquor stores, and it's weird. They, we, there are more of those shits in Portland than liquor stores. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I rarely even notice the liquor store out here, to be it's honest. It's crazy. Yeah. Damn. Shit's crazy, man. In Atlanta, it's, it's the opposite. <laughs> the opposite. You don't see any weed. <laughs> but you see hella liquor stores. Liquor stores, hell churches, liquor stores. American and Deli. American Deli. <laughs> Wings. Waffle House. Oh yep. man, that's one thing that you know I do miss about the South Waffle House. I gotta give them that. The Waffle House, God. Yeah, yeah, I give yeah. them that. I give them that. But twenty four seven, twenty four damn seven, man. They got Sherry's out here though. Sherry's is good. You know, it's all good. Sherry's is good as fuck. You know, they pie. <laughs> they pie good as fuck. Sherry's pie game, man. Don't, hey man, don't sleep on it. Don't fucking sleep on it. I almost want to tell y'all not to fuck with it. Don't okay. fuck with it. No, don't. Don't fuck with it. That's what I'm telling you. Don't fuck with they Dutch apple pie. I don't do it. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. Don't do it. Don't fuck with they Dutch apple pie. Oh, my God. Don't do it. The shit is ridiculous. That's a rabbit hole that you might not <laughs> ever get recover out of. from. Not you ain't recovering from that shit, man. It's just like. Like, find yourself. You might find yourself. Oh man, you might find yourself sick for real. For sure, for real, for sure. But it's it's still good. Oh it still God. tastes really good. Yeah, man. So, um, uh, our next episode, man, uh, we plan on having uh, the owner from the Ascend Dispensary, which is uh, you know, in the Park Rose uh, area of Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to Park Rose Park Rose <laughs> <laughs> Like that 148 area Y'all know what I'm talking about You know so um, Numbers The numbers Yeah Shout out to the numbers too uh, It's an all black radio station uh, Out here in Portland um, They broadcast out here uh, They play local music 
they play uh, our music, you know, not our music, but you know what I mean. They play us as a people, our music, you know what I'm saying, which is very interesting. Uh, maybe we'll get into that one day, you know what I'm saying, uh, the numbers and how that, you know, plays into Portland, you know, uh, originally. You know, studying the history here, you know what I'm saying, they had a, a, a melanated population that started off in northeast Portland and uh, they even had their own uh, city, uh, Vanport, that was washed away. And um, uh, North Portland, you could kind of call it like Kirkwood, northeast Portland, it's kind of like how Kirkwood was, like it was fucked Atlanta. up. In Atlanta, yeah, it was fucked up, and then they just, you know, gentrified the shit out of this shit. <laughs> and everybody living in Latonia. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what the numbers is like. So, um, we'll get into that, you know, another day. But, ironically, Ascend is out here on the numbers, and it's one of the best dispensaries, you know, as far as quality, price. Um, you know, uh, bud tenders are, you know, very, very friendly, you know. Get what you need in there, you know. They have very good deals on a weekly basis, which you know keeps keeps us coming back. So, correct. Um, looking forward to um, um, interviewing the owner of that dispensary. Um, that should be something. Um, that would be something very special. I think a lot of people would. Uh, it's going to be a treat for a lot of folks. You know what I'm saying? To actually talk. To hear a dispensary owner talk to us, and you know what I'm saying, we get even more information and uh, pass that information along, man. So, you know, please be on the lookout for that, man. Oh, and follow us, man. Follow me at Zoss, Z A W U C E. West Coast, the young cats that ever called me Zawu, Zawu, Z A W U C E. And then also follow, you know. Go Follow ahead. me at uh, on Instagram. This is Mizzle uh, at Mixed by Mizzle. It's weird. M I X D X M I Z Z E L. Just follow me, man. It's gonna be a great journey, man. I'm gonna start uh, just doing like smaller things on, on my little smaller Instagram page to kind of keep you guys engaged and entertained and keep you updated as far as uh, this podcast goes as well. So mm -hmm. just be on the lookout. Hey, we also got a page. For the, we got an Instagram page for the show too. Yes, it's D. The dispensary, and that's it. Is T H E D E E underscore S A R. <laughs> I'm fucking up. Try to cut this shit. <laughs> it's all good. Oh. In this bitch. I might not cut that shit. Y'all niggas know I can't spell. Fuck this Fuck shit. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Y'all really know me, goddamn. Fuck it. Shit. I'm not man. cutting that shit. I'm about to look yeah, it like up. Y'all motherfuckers ain't never. The goddamn shit is T H E D E E underscore S P E N S A R Y. Once again, follow us on Instagram. Follow this podcast, The Dispensary. T H E. D E E underscore S P E N S A R Y. All right, thank y'all, man. Peace.